Hey, how you doing? It's Monday, December 14th, a rainy Monday around the D.C. area. And if you're keeping track, it is day 611 of 2020. How you doing, Kelly Collins? <laughs> We're almost there, Tommy. It's going to be over in just a couple of weeks. <laughs> um, so a lot of news this morning. Locally here, uh, if you were trying to get some shut-eye and you lived uh, near Arlington or maybe in Georgetown on Sunday morning, that didn't happen because there was a building that went down. <laughs> Don't worry, everyone's fine. Also, the waking up this morning, Google has had some issues and people are losing their damn mind. And then to make things even more complicated, Taylor Swift is giving us another Easter egg of another album. So there you have it. That is a Monday morning for you. <laughs> and quite the investigative report as well on this. Um, it's not our work, but we're going to show the work of a uh, Swifty who went well above and beyond. <laughs> for sure you can get our content anytime anywhere all the awesome shows that are on our app and our channel on the real fun dc app broadcasting around the beltway and beyond it's tommy and kelly made in dc on the real fun dc channel and on demand anytime anywhere you get your podcasts i do love a good old controlled implosion that happened this weekend Yes, and we knew this was coming. I mean, you and I had talked about it on Friday because lots of streets in Roslyn and around in Arlington were shut down because the old Holiday Inn was uh, going to be, you know, imploded. Did they play in the background at the Motel Hotel Holiday Inn at the Motel? No. Uh, they should have. Come on, Roslyn bid. Why wasn't that pumping all over the speakers? Uh, so I live um, not too far from Roslyn. And even though I knew it was coming and I actually saw the roads closed all weekend long as they were getting ready, when I woke up in sheer terror, <laughs> when I heard the sound, it took me a minute to figure out what was going on. That's so incredible to watch. That's video from uh, Arlington County PD, by the way. It's just so incredible to watch that happen. Um, so that um, audio did not do it justice. So <laughs> when, um, first off, I woke up with my dog on my head. <laughs> <laughs> it was real. It sounded like, like almost like a roll of thunder, like a storm that was coming that was really far away. But of course, it's December. We're not used to thunderstorms. So that, that that's what I was processing in my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's supposed to be warm out. It's going to be a, that's a thunderstorm. But then it just kept happening. It was like 15, 20 seconds long. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, Roslyn. Roslyn. <laughs> but Sunday is the one day where I do like to sleep into like nine and that went off at eight o'clock, but it was, you heard it in upper Northwest. I guess they did it because they wanted the roads to be not that busy on yeah. Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, although they had most of Roslyn was shut down as they were, you know, kind of getting it ready to go. Um, so that was a little, that was a fun little surprise, but um, the good news is that everyone was safe. The building went down. There was a lot of onlookers looking from like, can you imagine if you lived in one of the buildings next door to that? Right. And you like watch it from above. I saw yeah. people on key bridge posting about it too. Um, and it was interesting, like the different perspective, because um, uh, Tom Sherwood uh, was posting from Southwest Waterfront, and he's like, we couldn't even hear it. You could see it, but they couldn't hear it. I guess the way like the sound hit. Oh, the really? Tree. Yeah, I guess like the way the sound hit the trees, or like how Memorial Bridge or the 14th Street Bridge was like a buffer. They <laughs> like they like saw it, but they didn't hear it as much. And then I could hear it all the way. And I'm at a high point near the cathedral, so maybe that's why I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe the sound went up. But I uh, just wanna, I want to show the video one more time because it's just like. There are so many people, Kelly, that are so much smarter than us who figure <laughs> out stuff like this. 
like where you put these charges so that the middle of the building falls down and then the building falls down on top of itself. Yep. And like a controlled right. way where it just kind of like just gives you a big cloud. I'm melting. I'm melting. What a world. So Roslyn is getting uh, in the place there. They're getting uh, condos and another hotel in that same spot. Oh. So, mm-hmm. Well, so there you go. Another, you know, landscape of Roslyn continues to change. Those condos, because that that holiday, and I remember for like years, I would drive past and be like, "Is that we're still doing that? Okay, that's still there. <laughs> All right." But those condos are going to, I'm sure, be good jillions of dollars and the most beautiful views because you just see, would see Georgetown and all of downtown DC from there. Yep, that yep. is awesome. Look at that, change, change, change. Hey, uh, did you have a little heart attack this morning? Is your blood pressure up because you know it's a rainy Monday, or because Google? Had a lot of their services down this morning. Kelly, you text me first thing in the morning. You're like, our Google Drive's not working. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was me at first because I like restarted my computer 17 times. I'm like, I can't get into Google. My Gmail's down. Um, I thought that was the internet. Like, I was looking at all the things because Google never goes down. No. And then I went to Twitter and um, apparently I was not alone and people were pretty... Um, vocal about the shutdown of Google this morning. It appears to be back up, by the way. But yes, Twitter was pretty damn angry this morning. Well, there was the one tweet you mentioned, which was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people find a sense of humor and get a little funny about the whole thing, um, about that Google has finally figured out their uh, security issues by letting nobody in. <laughs> Fun way to do it. <laughs> Although I will tell you, um, and I am newly like a paid G Suite Google, like, buy the storage extra professional and like the people who are like upset who use the free services i don't think you get to be that angry but as paying customers i think we get to stomp our feet it's free email the email is free it's free it's free google takes your life and all your data for the free email so totally it's yes free as far as money but like yes they're mining your data for your free email if you're not paying, you're the product, of course. <laughs> right. But still, I was like, okay, well, I'm okay. Okay, well, Mr. Paying Customer, was your fancy G Suite also down? Yes, my G Suite was down. <laughs> okay. There's nothing worse than your G Suite being down on a Monday morning. That's the worst. <laughs> oh. Awful, awful, awful. Yes. Uh, so I brought um, some neighbors together this weekend, Kelly, and I'm so happy about this because there's good people out there. Gosh darn it. So over the weekend, I can't imagine why, but a um, mask up sign in the neighborhood where I live, Mount Vernon Triangle, um, it was crazy. Overnight, it just slit in half. I don't know if it was like a strong wind or what it was, but <laughs> cut in half like that. And I got me so mad. And so I grabbed my zip ties and my duct tape and I went ahead and I put the sign back together. There you go. You're yeah. doing your community service, Tommy. It was so fun. I got to be all Scranton scrappy. And then I was coming home and I saw the other side of the neighborhood that their sign was, uh, the wind must have slipped the sign in half there too. So crazy. And then my neighbor Maria and I went out and we fixed it. Look at that. Which was so fun to have like a neighborly thing. And like people like I, I, while I was doing those two signs yesterday, I must've met 10 of my neighbors in the neighborhood who were like, yeah, good on you. Way to stop that wind from slitting signs. And it was great. It was so cool. So I love like, that you, you got, got involved in your neighborhood, Tommy. It's about damn I'm, time. I'm feeling very civically minded this morning. <laughs> Kelly. So just a little PSA to say mask up. And if, um, you know, the mask, if if the if the wind comes to slit signs in my neighborhood, 
gosh darn it, the people of Mount, of Mount Vernon Triangle will not stand for it. <laughs> okay, superhero Tommy. Just saying is all. Just saying. Well, what what I thought about too, like we have um we have this awesome clean the clean team in our neighborhood. Uh, that the the CID, the Civic and something district, people who run the air, run the neighborhood, um, they have this great team of these men who are, are who are mostly like older African American men who like sweep the street and like clean the trash out. And I just thought of them putting up that sign, and then I thought of them coming to work on Monday morning at like five a.m. being like, the wind cut my sign in half. So I wanted to get out there, and uh, other neighbors joined me, and we wanted to, you know make them feel like their work wasn't wasn't taken for granted that we in the neighborhood appreciate what they do yeah the 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 bit the business bids all around the city have been very busy cleaning up after every, everybody's mess yeah well that was the thing like when there was all the glass and when there was a bunch of windows shattered and stuff it didn't even dawn on me to like help because yeah. i was just so like what's going on um that i was like you know i'm freaking doing this wind <laughs> look at that also, I haven't been like had a reason to use like my zip ties or my duct tape, so I felt so great about that because you know how my my scrap and scrappiness comes out. Uh, Tommy, that's probably a good thing that you haven't had to use your duct tape or zip ties. That sounded really. <laughs> well, when I put on Instagram that I happen to have duct tape and zip ties, um, there was more than one comment that was like, "Okay, Dexter." <laughs> right. Exactly. And it, it's all context, people. <laughs> I use it for events. It's all context. Uh, hey, this airline um, Kelly found really wants to make sure that you feel comfortable and they want you to fly their safe skies. And uh, the way they're doing it is pretty, um, it's pretty creative, especially if you're a Gen Xer. We'll get to it next. It's the holiday season and Tyson's Corner Center has done everything possible to make your shopping experience safe and merry and bright. Let's check it out. Santa's back. It looks a little different, but you can still get your photo with them. Tyson's Corner Center has extended hours, so you can shop early or late. With many Tyson's Corner Center retailers offering curbside pickup. So is my present coming here? Or is, do we have to go back in for it? You're on the naughty list this year, Tommy. You didn't answer my question, Kelly. <laughs> uh, naughty list, Tommy. That's a no. <laughs> Let's talk about the safety dance, shall we? I love this so much. So Alaska Airlines got a bunch of their employees to do an updated version of safety in the air for the world that we live in. These are real life employees doing a spoof off of the 80s song safety dance. Like you and, can dance if you want to. Yes. <laughs> and it has them in the plane uh, with their masks on talking about and <laughs> that they only allow people on with masks and then they um also talk about how the air cabin is refreshed and the air is safe for you to fly in and i did a little research on this so ad age had a whole article about it they did have uh, find these employees that were willing to do it all the employees before they got to the shooting site were given instructions of how to dance <laughs> safely they safely. had to dance safely and when they when it so when they arrived they could do the shoot very quickly um and safely they did it over two days but these are real life uh employees now there's a little bit of a throwback here so um virgin america merged with alaska airlines and of course right. virgin american uh, always had sort of like a sense of humor about how they um did their commercials and talking about flying and so i forgot about that kind of a throwback 
to them because that brand is no longer kind of incorporated. Right. You can Isn't fly if you want to. You can leave your house behind. I feel like these will start becoming TikTok dances. Totally. Because we do safety right. We have air that's clean and disinfectant machines zapping germs like an arcade space bike. So good. I mean, come on. That's so good. So, and they're outside of the plane that it's a real life plane in the hangar in Seattle. So, like, way to go. I respect it, man. That's like, way to go. And, yeah. then, and also, you think about those flight attendants have, and, and ground workers, they've had a rough go of it, too. Mm-hmm. And to come and have a sense of humor and encourage people to fly their planes again, that was it, it was just made me happy. Yeah, yeah, totally. Especially um, over the weekend, too, it's worth noting that Alaska Airlines had a guy on a wing who fell off of the wing. Um, it was a man who clearly needed some extra assistance. Um, but that was that was also what was trending for Alaska Airlines this weekend. So their comms team was pretty busy. Um, while the plane was not flying, though. Yeah, it wasn't like a Kristen Wiig bridesmaid situation. It wasn't like butter churning on the wing. No, there was a man on the wing. I don't know how he got there because I only saw the video of like he was on the tarmac and then he was on the wing, which I always wondered how sturdy the wings are. And fun fact, you can get one gentleman and roughly three police officers on a wing without any problem. (laughs) I would hope that they're pretty darn sturdy, Tommy. I mean, yeah, of course they are. But if you ever, this is why I hate to sit on the wing because like they have give to them. And so I did not need to see that. I'm already (laughs) mystified by like how planes work and like the lift and like the things. So, okay. So the wing can definitely hold at least four adults on it. Jeez, Tommy. Which is something that no one should ever have to see either. (laughs) No, no. Oh, man. So, yeah, the very busy weekend that Alaska Airlines had. You know, also had a very busy weekend. Very busy weekend for the Taylor Swift stands, man. They have been devouring Evermore. They've been devouring folklore. And now, now there's a new conspiracy theory that Taylor Swift's folklore and Evermore album are actually part of a trilogy. A la Star Wars. They're, yeah, the first trilogy. Right. I, yeah, this is pretty impressive. You and I couldn't see this with the naked eye, but apparently no. in some of the album art, there's a... There's method. the word wood veil that pops up in one of the sweater um, things. So look at that. Like If you're looking at the screen, in the itty-bitty sky there, they saw yeah. that there was a wood veil, that the text was different. Because I'm, she's trained her people to be so, so into it. Yeah. Well, I imagine these people like get out their magnifying glass mm-hmm. and like, look for little nuggets. And there it is. I mean, now, now it's so obvious, but like I can't see with a naked eye. You can't really see it. No. Now, if, if you'll indulge me for a moment, Kelly, um, here are the things that we've learned about this from this person's Twitter thread. All right. So if you're going into it, um, the cardigan situation, first of all, there are three cardigans. They all correspond so far with an album. So if teal is folklore and then beige is evermore there's a third inexplicable cardigan on sale at her store so that's something also in her spotify ad there's all these easter eggs there was ivy there were three dices there was a snow globe and then um the cardigan makes another appearance so that seems to be like a really important definitive thing they think plus she had a scrunchie pack in which there were three different kinds of scrunchies and then she had the cats three different cats in her cat Christmas card that she gave out just before the album came out. Shall I go on? 
Uh, yes, you can go on, and then there's a math equation involved too, but I'll handle that piece, Tommy. Okay, great. I'm going to let you go ahead and do that. Haim, the band who is in the song um, Nobody, No Crime, which is a great song, there's three sisters, three different color confetti, three theoretical albums. Gotcha. And then it goes on and on and on. And then come back stronger than a 90s trend. That's tied in there in some way too back to the dresses back to the scrunchies and all of the comments it, it is kind of remarkable uh, swift fans taylor swift fans it also shows that like she didn't just like put out her folklore album it was like oh i was busy I, you know this is what i did during the pandemic there's a whole plan around it because she's taylor swift and this is what we've come to expect so get this they even have figured out when the release date would be oh boy here we go all right you ready yep march 5th 2021 if you take march which is the third month plus five the fifth day add up two zero two and one for 2021 that equals you got it what's her favorite number 13 yep wait what is it it's three three plus five three plus, plus five are you checking my math plus, plus two two plus zero doesn't plus count two, plus, plus two, two plus, plus one, one equals 13 yeah Yep, there you go. So March 5th. We got to wait a couple more months, about three months, and then we have the final album from her trilogy. I mean, it's impressive. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. And you know what? We all, like, you know, during this this time, we we're looking for, like, things to binge on Netflix. People totally. are coloring or making puzzles or board games have had a resurgence. This gave the Swifties something to do over the weekend. <laughs> Good for them. I mean, you know, like this was their project. There are other internet conspiracies that are far worse for you to, to get involved in. So go That's for true. it, Swifties. That's true. Look at that. A third Taylor Swift possible album. Mm -hmm. I'm here for it on three, five, two, oh, two, one. Yes. I dig it. Oh, um, I got to show you this TikTok video, Kelly, that I saw this morning. It's this guy named Unnecessary Inventions is the account. Have you heard about the new way to make avocado toast? I didn't know there was a new way. There is. It's via deodorant dispenser. I invented the easiest way to make avocado toast. Meet the avocado on a stick. This handy little container features fresh mashed avocado. And you can just grab a piece of toast. What? <laughs> How did put, he get it in there? He put it in there. It was... So he cleaned out his deodorant container and he put avocado in there and he. But why not just when you take out the avocado, instead of putting it in the deodorant container, just put it on your toast. Well, because he's a creative man with a mustache, Kelly. I don't know to tell you. <laughs> I invented the easiest way to make avocado toast. Meet the avocado on a stick. This handy little container features fresh mashed avocado. And you can just grab a piece of toast. I think what he's saying is like a company should invent that. Okay. But you get it that way. Okay. First off, his refrigerator looks very sad. It's like a bottle of wine and, and that deodorant <laughs> thing. Um, second of all, cleaning out your deodorant, I've, I, I imagine that'd be kind of a tough task, right? Because by definition, it's like kind of water and soap. It's That's tough. Yeah. The whole deodorant thing stops yeah. water from... Yeah. yeah. How would you clean a deodorant container? I'm not feeling that. I want to see video of him eating that. I want to prove he ate it. <laughs> yeah. We need receipts, people. <laughs>
Um, speaking of trios and trilogies, I met uh, the String Queens, which is a DC string band. Three women who are educators normally, and they're also performers. They had their second album that came out, and they just did a free performance with Washington Performing Arts. Um, and I want you to meet them. And also, Kelly, after meeting the String Queens, I feel as though I'm a little bit more cultured, and I appreciate classical <laughs> music. So I want to thank them for that. We will uh, check in with them in 30 seconds. Good food and good friends make for warm hearts. And this holiday season, restaurants around the region have the comfort food and cozy safe spaces to warm your spirit too. Dine in, dine out, take out, or bundle up and enjoy creative streeteries, unique spaces, and heated patios. Support your local restaurants. Give the gift of a delicious meal to yourself or someone you love this holiday season. Meet the String Queens. We try to create music to inspire people to love, hope, feel, and imagine. On stage, Kendall, Dawn, and Elise are the DC Power Trio, the String Queens. As educators, they make music accessible to everyone. How important is it to, you know, make it cool, make it TikTokable, like find ways to get young people like excited about a cello? You know, you kind of listen to your kids and, and kind of figure out what they like. And we start to play their songs and show them that our instruments, although you thought it was just a classical instrument, it actually can play all genres. I threw on some Cardi B, Tommy. I said, do y'all know this instrumental? And it was her hit at the time. And they said, we can play that on violin. We can play that on viola. We can play that on cello. And I said, look, let's figure out what key it might be in. We figured out that it had one sharp, it was E minor. And when kids get to participate in that process, it is the most fantastic thing ever. The String Queens taking center stage themselves with a second studio album, Our Favorite Things. They're playing a free show for Washington Performing Arts. A digital offering recorded at Sixth and I Historic Synagogue for WPA's Home Delivery Plus platform. This is an all online series offering more than a dozen packages featuring world-renowned performers and emerging artists in jazz, classical music, global music, dance, gospel, and more. Virtual performances filmed in DC or from around the world, as well as artist conversations, panel discussions, listening parties behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. There's some speaking components to that concert as well, where people just sort of really get to know us on a more personal, a more human level um, outside of our instruments. Again, we're educators, we're mothers, we're wives, we're daughters, and so we all live pretty full lives, and so we sort of take our listeners and the audience on this journey with us. This is probably the first time that audiences will get to hear us and see us sort of you know, unscripted, really like really pulling back all the layers and just hearing our souls and what we have experienced through this pandemic and how it has shaped this music. That's Kendall, Elise and Dawn, the DC String Queens. So uh, their performance is up now with Washington Performing Arts. I did not get them to play for me the Cardi B version. I kept asking, but it did not um, happen. Hang on. They're obviously very talented. Their outfits and their coordination on their outfits is it's pretty impressive. Yeah. And that, that is an A game. Obviously, they've got an enormous amount of talent, but they put a lot into their performance, not, not just playing, but like they're co color coordinated, they're funky, they're stylish, they're beautiful women. I mean, I love it. Yeah, they started out. Um, so 
I believe Dawn brought them together, Elise and Kendall, all of them, because they were playing like a classical wedding gig, right? So this wedding like wanted classical strings. And they said like in between the sets, they just like hit it off and were like, wow, there's something here. And so they released a stu- released one studio album and their second one is their Christmas album, which I, um, I, I, I bought it, but I also just like downloaded it to stream it. It's so good. And it's just like so festively awesome. Um, and it's so cool that they're, that they're DC made and they, um, mm-hmm. they performed with like common and Whitney Houston and Andre day and Jennifer Hudson, like throw, throughout the years, either together or separately, they've been like the string section for these incredible performers. Very so it's cool. been awesome. Yeah. Love that. Love that. And so happy that, uh, Washington performing arts, which is very classy and I'm not terribly familiar with their work before this story, <laughs> but they, uh, they, they brought it together. They're artists in residence for them. And, uh, Seska's loving it too. Seska says that's awesome on the Facebook comment this morning. See Tommy, it balances off the, the time you spent researching Taylor Swift. Kelly, I am a, I am a <laughs> Renaissance man. I, yes. I was going to say rena- a very complex individual with a lot of interest. And you know what? If you come here to the show, you get that. We appreciate you for being part of it. Uh, by the way, we've got um, a bunch of awesome, speaking of like an eclectic group of, of folks, we've got all of our other shows on Real Fun DC. We've got uh, coming up tonight at seven o'clock, Nikki Nellis with Industry Night. We've got Carlos and Company with Yes, Another Podcast. And then at nine o'clock, DJ Nicola takes over from nine to three with Neeks at Night. And she's performing um, with all of those DJs uh, that she knows in residence all around the DC area. So there's a lot of stuff going on here. You never know what to expect on Real Fun DC. Good stuff. Yeah. Plus, Kelly Callis and Courtney Lachlan's sports show. You can get all of those episodes on demand inside the Real Fun DC app for Real Fun Sports. Coming up still this morning, we are going to talk about blood and mugs. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it sounds like an <laughs> odd offering, but they, they are correlated. <laughs> we'll it's mugs and blood. It's blood and mugs right. and holiday cheer and helping each other. And um, one really interesting way to mark and to celebrate January, because that is coming in 20-ish to 104 days, depending <laughs> on whenever this month is over. 